0: Short-term, yes. Long-term, you're on drugs if you think it is. Welcome to episode number 65 of the Promo Upfront Podcast, where we officially enter our golden years of retirement. That's right. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the staff sergeant of Skew Camp, the general of the Joshua Tree, the captain of company culture himself, the one and only Kirby And Kirby,
1: <laughs> how in the Palm Springs are you? Doing great, actually. Doing great. Uh, We are here at SKU Camp. And just just to set the table, they are changing things as we speak. Dishes are being dropped. Uh, chairs are being moved but I wanted to have the logo behind me just to, to represent but I'm doing super well I'm sure we're going to talk about it how are you buddy
0: yep I'm, I'm doing great yeah so you're going to hear some ambient noise of, of <laughs> uh, people plate spinning and throwing forks yeah. and doing all manner of things that probably is stressing Kirby out right now but I got to tell you I know there's something that doesn't stress Kirby out and That's that amazing AMP email service from our pals over at Promo Pulse. You know, we've talked about it a lot. You remember that retail-looking and end-user-friendly email service that's super easy to use. How many steps is there, Kirby? Three steps. That's correct, Kirby. Thank you for knowing that. (laughs) Choose your suppliers, upload your list, and choose your sending frequency. That's it. You literally set it and forget it like a Ron Popeil rotisserie chicken maker and have consistent, beautiful outbound marketing all year round. It's a no-brainer. I mean, there's a lot of no-brainers in the world, Kirby, but this is one of them. I mean, the email looks amazing. One, two, three, easy to get started. We just talked about that. And the results, it results in converse, conversions, conversations, quote requests, sales, you name it. And
1: I know you've had some great success with it, Kirby. Yeah, sure have. And, and one of the things that I would say is the return or the, the click-through rates are amazing. Um, so one of the things things that, you know, I think the open rates have been good and the click-through rates have been even more impressive, which is kind of the point of the exercise, right? Because open rates are one way to measure, but, you know, honestly, if you get people to click through and actually see, that's where you really see the results. Absolutely. (laughs) No no, no question. Again, it's a no-brainer.
0: Um, so why don't you learn more and you know you want to head over to promopulse.io amp you're not going to be sorry you did Kirby you might want to move a little closer to your microphone while they're moving those chairs and plates around I know we generally do like to have the mic oh, much better I can <laughs> hear the dulcet tones of one Kirby Haussmann <laughs> in my ears so thank you I, I appreciate you the Oh, thank you. I want to thank you for having the courage to do this podcast while you're in Palm Springs, California. It feels weird. I'm wearing my SKU Camp shirt because I'm there in spirit, but uh, I can't be there this week. Just didn't work out, unfortunately, but uh, watching it all on social media, Kirby, you have the upfront portion of our podcast this morning. Now, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. I'm not the (laughs) brightest bulb on the tree. I don't know what other analogy I can use, but I think I know what you might bring up.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, one of the things that we love doing, and you've done it on location before, um, but anytime we can kind of put ourselves insert ourselves into the heart of an industry event i think it's really cool skew camp uh started uh technically i think you know the the actual um presentations and everything started today yesterday Mm -hmm. was check-in um dude i gotta be honest i've got a bunch of notes but the 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 number one takeaway is it feels so good to be back um yeah it is it it, it, so many smiles and honestly it was funny they sent out a uh uh Communication in advance. That's one thing that they do super well is communicate. And they were like, hey, be respectful of others. Not everybody is comfortable with certain things. Don't, you know, don't just right. run up and hug somebody you might not know. Dude, there are hugs all around. Oh, yeah. it, is, it, it, is, it is a really, really cool. And it's part of that, that, that community anyway. But to the actual event, one of the big takeaways, and I thought you'd appreciate it because we've been talking so much about um, supply chain. They actually sure. had an hour-long discussion. Catherine Graham interviewed CJ Schmidt, Jeremy Lott, and uh, Chris Anderson from HPG mm-hmm. specifically mm-hmm. about the supply chain and why it is what it is and what are the challenges yeah. and what predictions do they have. Dude, it was must-see TV. Like, it was right. so, so cool. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the whole thing has been really good so far, and there's another day coming.
0: Yeah, it's been fun, uh, you know, watching a little on social media kind of, uh, shoving the FOMO down in, in, pretending I don't miss being there. Um, and I, yeah, I've been uh, saying
1: all week, Bill is having the biggest case of promo FOMO he's had in a long time. That would be my guess.
0: I'm not a very happy
1: Billy, but that <laughs> makes for a good podcast. That means I'm bitter.
0: I'm angry. We, we should tell people this is an actual, uh, late night version of yeah. our podcast, right. which means we're both having a cocktail. I know you're having a Lagunitas IPA. I'm awesome. having a, uh, kind of a little invention of mine it's vanilla vodka and coke i love vanilla coke okay and uh it's very very dangerous very good
1: um, <laughs> yeah that's the, but, that's uh, that makes sense yeah uh, we uh we've had a, a a lot of wonderful different beverage options here I'm and sure. i was very proud of myself i made it up for six thirty run club this morning for so you. yeah so good for you it was it was bad no, when, it's been when fun i got there and everybody was like really I, I didn't think you'd make it here today i was like what did i do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: we all we all know Tipsy Kirby. We all know Tipsy Kirby. But you know, very few organizations really put on an event like Common Skew. Mm, and you know, knowing that they've been kind of chomping at the bit to do this, the last in-person event they had was SkewCon in 2020, which mm-hmm. you and I were both at. So, I mean, that's a year and a half, and it's something you know they really changed the game in our industry on how education events. Not only should be, but could be, right and they're continually evolving it. And it's it's fun to watch. Like I said, I've I've got uh, a serious case of of FOMO. I've gotten some nice texts today from uh, a couple people, and just like, hey man, miss you, not here, and it's just it feels weird, but uh
1: just is what it, it is. Right? On. the show yeah. must go on. Well, it was interesting because I you probably saw I did the video going to Joshua Tree with Brian mm-hmm. Porter and Stephanie Thompson, and um talking to Brian because this was his first SKU camp event and I was like right. it's a different it's it's a different kind of feel it's a different kind of event everybody's wearing flip-flops it is a it yeah. doesn't feel like a traditional event and that's what makes it really cool
0: no question well I know you're having a great time so I want to thank you for carving some time out to do this uh while you're there so um one of the things you, we, we we're all he's very transparent here yeah we always share when we go outside of our own rules and and share topics. I did one today. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, there's not a ton going on in the promotional products industry that we haven't already discussed. So I thought it'd be fun if we could create our own promotional products dream team with something we all talk about in those quiet shadows and those Mm -hmm. those, uh, moments at the bar, you know, who would you hire if you could? So here's the name of this topic. It's promo dream team for a distributor or agency model. Okay. And we're going to go, we're going to go step-by-step step in this. I hope you had time yeah. to look at
1: that email. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for giving it to me. Cause that would have been a really hard one off the top of my head. So I, I, I would that.
0: not blindside you except for the party in the back, which I will be blindsiding <laughs> you today. <laughs> okay. So cool. how do you want to do it? It's really, who would you hire in these specific roles? So Basically, I think the way I'm looking at this is you're an investor. You're not gonna really have any hands in the business. Mm-hmm. And the only rule is I can't name anything Kirby would do, but I can name something I would like to do. And Kirby can do the same. So Kirby okay. can't name anything for me, but if there's something Kirby wants to do in his organization, he can. So we're not that that way we're not blowing smoke up each other's skirt, so to speak. Got it.
1: Yep. Let's, okay. So, so do you want to go, with, do you go one at a let's time? Let's go one that... but one on one. Let's yeah. start with the CEO. Kirby, who do you got? Okay, let me pull it up here. Sorry, I'm doing. Uh, so while you're ce- pulling it up, yep. uh, go. No, CEO Catherine Graham. I had Catherine Graham too. <laughs> well, we're we are again. These are uh, one of the things that we've talked about in the past. Are crushes, like mm-hmm. uh, brand crushes. I would say Common Skew is one of those for me. And so sure. you're gonna you're gonna get a heavy dose of some Common Skew folks because I I of just course. think they do it right. So yeah. No, no question.
0: Um, I had Catherine Graham as well. She, she has really set a tone and she strikes that really cool balance of innovation and elegance, which I think is an incredibly difficult uh, tightrope to walk. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. All right, Kirby, CFO, who do you got? Chief uh, Financial I, Officer. I, I, I'm not sure if this is even his role, but the person who popped into my head was Robert Fiveash. Okay, like that. I like that. Yeah, different right? Like I was yeah. one that was like, you know, this is a person who I admire brand fuel and their organization. Yep. And I, I don't get the sense that Danny is the CFO. I would guess Robert no. is more in that role. And I, I just, I respect him a ton. So
0: I think that's Bobby five, as I like to call him. Bobby five is a great choice. I chose Bob McLean. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah the, he popped PPA in my AI. head too. That's a good one. So I picked Bob McLean. He is a numbers guy, but he's also very affable and very approachable, which I think is a very difficult quality for a CFO to have. Love it. Love it. All right, okay. Kirby. C O O, your chief operating officer. Who do you got? Who do you I, got? Who do
1: you got? I'm going Brandon McKay from Snugs. Nice. Very nice. Okay. Like that one. I have Brett, I have Brett Schaefer from Soapbox. Ooh, that's a good one too. I like it. This is fun, by the way. I like this, this yeah, list. It was this I don't
0: think we've ever actually fun. done yeah. it like this before. Yeah, so this and I good. think we're gonna do a we're gonna do a supplier one down the road, by the way. Ooh, okay, okay. I like it. All right, your uh, your CTO, your Chief Technology Officer, very important. As yeah. you know, as Paul Bellantone would say, the pace of change is never slower than it is today. Yeah. Who do
1: you got? So I'm going to go I, again. This is almost be a downgrade for him right now. And I've had a chance to spend some time with him this week. But I'm going to go Dale Denham. That's the guy I think of when okay. I think of you know you know sort of weighing you know leadership with the technology. So Dale Denham is okay. somebody I respect him on bunch i went eric granada uh
0: now of brand fuel formerly of rob i went eric granada because he is a a quirky weird thinker and i mean that in every positive sense of what i just said he is so great so eric granada from uh
1: brand fuel cool love it all right kirby chief sales officer yeah, so I actually went back and forth on this one. I, and again, another person, these are the, what, what's great about doing this list is I am around a bunch of You're folks right in the industry. I, Yeah, I pictured you, by the way, I pictured you in a
0: session today, kind of going, All right, Peter, wants wants yeah. that. <laughs> that's over right.
1: Who's that over there? So, so I'm going to go Brian Porter. I'm going to go okay. Brian Porter if I'm setting that up for a chief mm-hmm. sales officer. I went Danny Rosen. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, that's a good one to me. <laughs> You'll hear his name I, I, and, later and for it, me. <laughs> And I'm sure, I love Brian, um, but I think no one balances that care and gravitas That's great with the
1: ability to really
0: ask and close a sale than uh, Danny. All right. Your chief marketing officer, Kirby, who do you got?
1: I'm going Dana Zezzo, one of the OGs okay. of social media. I think he he manages all of that really well from event planning, from a marketing perspective, social media, he actually gets it and does it. And so mm-hmm. he would be my chief marketing officer your chief marketing officer. I love it. Uh, I picked
0: myself. I, I know probably that sounds really hot. No, 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 no. I, that's a really good one. I wasn't I allowed to pick, pick myself. No, you were not, but I was <laughs> allowed to pick me yep. and, and, and you know me well enough. This is hard for me. I'm not one to pat myself on the back, but I really, you know, Kelsey and I were talking today in a meeting that I think we've really hit our stride with marketing and people really understand where we sit in the, in the, um, promotional products industry. So I I picked myself because I I want to do it. I want to do the branding and marketing.
1: Love it. No, that I think that is, again, we weren't allowed to pick each other. Those were your rules. And so, but I I think, but you can pick yourself. Yeah. But again, I'm, I'm, I I think that I would do a pretty good job in that role. But if I'm, if, if I'm an investor and I'm not there, I would, Mm -hmm. I would go back with Dana. Okay. Okay. Uh, Content. Who do you yeah. got? It's your so, chief content officer. Again, can't choose you. Um, yep. Certainly, I, I think that you I would can choose yourself. I would fill that role pretty well. But I actually, again, looking around the room today, Bobby Lee, who comes to mind. Um, yeah, again, I think the most thoughtful writer in our industry. And he's just a, yep, just a smart, smart guy. I took Bobby out of it just because I thought you would mention Bobby. <laughs> yeah, um, right? That's fair.
0: I and, and um, I would. I again, my own rules preclude me from picking you. Which I would pick. Uh, Nick Latour is who I chose. Ooh, Nick's Nick a Latour good one. Yeah, I like that. Uh, one. Of, uh, no, HPG now. Yeah.
1: All right. So social right. media. Social media. Okay. What do you got? So, so, I, so I actually picked two here. I hope that's all right. Um, one who I actually have hired to do this is Skylar Hasselman okay right? so i obviously i put my money where my mouth is that is the person who sure. is uh kind of taking our social media up a level so she's there and then again looking around the room ali brunton from comments Q does a really really good yeah. job very thoughtful about yeah. social
0: media. i love the fact that you're there because you're picking people it's, yes it's so kind of not that it's easier but it's interesting because you can look around the room and oh, go wow sometimes because sometimes you forget what people do yes. you know the person well. yep so i went with uh for social media i went with uh I was going to go with charity. Okay. Ooh, I was like, oh, that's the obvious choice. i like, that's the obvious choice. And and this is no disrespect to charity because what she does is amazing. Um, for sure. Melissa Newman from ASI.
1: That's a good one too. Yeah, I thought of her. Yeah. All
0: okay. right. So we decided, or I decided, we have four sales slots to fill. Okay. So how many salespeople, how, do you have the four salespeople? I do.
1: You want me to just run them go down? for it.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah, go run yours and I'll run mine.
1: Okay, cool. So uh, again, this is where the amazing uh, opportunity to see all these people. Uh, Mitch yeah. Silver. Mitch is a oh, guy is who great. is super thoughtful. Every time I have a conversation with him, I feel yeah. like I'm, I've been smarter because of it. Um, and he, I've, he I've had so, a chance to talk to him today.
0: He's such a good human and yeah. I love spending time with him. That's
1: one of the guys I actually thought of. I'm like, Damn, I don't get to see Mitch this year. Yeah, so Mitch, uh, Johanna Gottlieb is an obvious one for me. Uh, she I had her- I've got her. Yeah, and and that's a good one, right? And so that's when I said Danny Rosen, right? Mm -hmm. I would have him on my sales team, whether he was Mm -hmm. the chief sales officer or what. And then Brian Gill. Brian Gill's a guy I've got to know through uh, the SKU community. And he's he's a good dude as well.
0: Okay, so I picked uh, Nadav Raviv. Um, Ooh, that's a for good one. Of my salespeople, yes. he is such a great guy. Um, this past weekend, we were both in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Um, we were tried to connect; it just didn't work out, and I'm so bummed. I wanted him to meet Sandy, and, and actually Mitch. It just didn't work out. But uh, Nadav Raviv, uh, Sarah Webb, Sarah Webb, yeah, that's. A totally uh, Johanna, Johanna uh, of uh, In Tandem, uh, Johanna Gottlieb, which yeah. we mentioned from uh, Axis, powered by Halo. And one who a lot of people probably don't know, but this guy is a closer. And it's Bill Feldberg from Something Inc. Such a good dude to a really, really good human. So that's kind of fun. Um, yeah, I that really was fun list. This I like this topic. Yeah, so this I, I would love some feedback from uh, both our listeners in Wisconsin. If you would <laughs> share with us who you would hire to run your promo dream dream team and distributor agency. Kirby, do you have another topic for us, please?
1: Yes, I will do my best to speak over the the mic check here. So forgive me on that. You're doing great. Okay. Um, So this is kind of a weird one. So supply chain has been a conversation. Obviously, we've kind of talked about it. And to a little bit, we've talked it to death. But this was a thought I've had, and I want your perspective on this. One of the things that could be a positive, Long term, if you can possibly possibly come up with a positive about the supply chain, is does it give us the opportunity to reset customer expectations? Because Mm -hmm. one of the challenges that we've had is that, you know, as the technology has gotten better and our suppliers Mm -hmm. have gotten better and, and, oh, 24 hours. We've trained customers to do shit at the last minute. And so is this the opportunity where we say, hey, this is going to, now you have to plan. By God, I can't believe it! You're gonna to have to plan three weeks in advance. Does that is that the positive that comes out of this? I'm I'm curious to know what you think. Short term, yes. Long term, you're on
0: drugs if you think it is. <laughs> um, as soon I am out in California. Thing. You are out in California. <laughs> so so here's the deal. Yeah, I think in the short short term, it's again we we talk about how this is such an educational opportunity to inform yeah. our our clients of how the supply chain works. Right. I always think educate of kid, ourselves on how the, right? no, like no, it was fascinating
1: how, yeah. how they were talking today. And I was like, well, I thought I knew what I was talking about. Those guys put on a clinic. Of no, wine. no, I'm
0: sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I, I, I'm, thank you for increasing my FOMO. Um, <laughs> appreciate that. So <laughs> it's like, you know, the old joke of a little kid goes to a store grocery store and they see all these cuts of beef and they don't realize it comes from a cow, an actual Ooh, living thing, right? right. You know, and, and I think we've had that opportunity both to educate ourselves, as you so FOMO mentioned, <laughs> and then educate <laughs> uh, our clients in turn. Yeah. I think as things begin to stabilize, I'm not going to say normalize. I'm going to say stabilize. Because yeah. here's the thing. Um, it's unpredictable right now. Totally. We don't know anything. It's not hey, it's delayed four weeks. And in four weeks, it actually shows up. It's just delayed. We hope it comes in in four weeks, right? hundred percent, yeah. Once things stabilize, then we'll have an opportunity to level set expectations. And it's important for each distributor, I think, to have the conversation with their clients of what we've learned from all this is how fragile the supply chain is. Right. And so understand there may be instances where... We can't get things as quickly as we used to. It's going to take time. Yeah. By the same token, why I said you're on drugs if you think it's going to level set expectations differently is the second Amazon starts delivering in two days again, which for the most part they are, they're very good about telling you on the website if they're not, it, it, again, that's what's changed. It, you know, we, we are a reactive industry. We have reacted to the public's not only desire, but their demand. I good. want it now. I want it yesterday. I want it two days ago, and it better be right. And so we have to level set that. But it's it's always going to be a struggle. Always going to be a struggle.
1: So as a side note, just one of the, the takeaways, and I thought it'd be good to share with you, uh, having a prediction from Jeremy yeah. Lott, CJ Schmidt, yeah. And Chris Anderson of when there with the stabilize word is what triggered me on this. I'm like, yeah, could there be three better people to make the prediction of when it will stabilize? No, um, do you, uh, I'll share it real quick. I'll can get well,
0: can I guess can I, yeah, since please. I wasn't yeah. there? Yeah, I yeah. guess stabilize and normalize. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: gonna guess third quarter 2022. Okay, so it was interesting the because there's three different answers, okay. so that's so. Jeremy also was,
0: three th- different,
1: three kinds different of manufacturers of different yeah, products. Yeah, totally. Uh, Jeremy was the most optimistic. Mm-hmm. He said that essentially in uh, 2022, it will begin to, and then essentially his thing was, it'll get better all year long. And so okay. like first, the end yeah, of first quarter, that. it will start to, and again, he's speaking from San he, you know, sure. uh, and then it will get better as the year. And and part of his thing is that they were behind an inventory and that's part of the challenge, right? Yeah. Um, CJ said that he's taking the cues from the automotive industry. And he says Mm -hmm. 2023 quarter, Mm -hmm. I forget which quarter he mentioned, but he said that's at best Uh, Chris Anderson was a little bit more uh, with Jeremy said Mm -hmm. sort of midway through 2022 So about where I was. Yeah. So it was, it was interesting to see like those predictions. And I think, nobody's in a better spot to make those predictions than them.
0: Right. I think you're going to see, I think you're, yeah, go ahead and order another beer. Um, I think, I think you're going to see spikes and dips, Yeah. I mean, there's no clean line uh, of improvement because we just don't know what's going on. And I think it depends. I think there are some things you're going to be like, wow, I have no problem getting X, Yeah. but why can't I get product Y? And, mm-hmm. and I think that's what you're going to see. So it's going to, it, your your mileage may vary. Yeah, your I'm mileage may vary. All right. All cool right, that. Kirby. One thing I want to talk about quickly, and then we'll get to the game. Um, you know, the world we talked about it on the podcast, the world's really shifted in terms of how we work. Certainly the, the you know North America, most people do have some sort of at very least hybrid work model, um, if not fully working at home model. How do you create a company culture remotely? And that's a very difficult thing to do. Um, you know, it's something it I tried to do when I was at Promo Corner. Everything. It was not an easy thing to do. And I wanted to get your take yeah, on we, that. We, do you have any tips or thoughts? And I have got, again, I have the benefit of doing you know creating the topic. So, I have any. Hi, Dave Schultz. I can hear his voice. <laughs> yeah we got Um, mark we got everybody it's happening here it's good all right man tell them to come around say hi yeah um and come around oh there's mark graham wow (laughs) mark link the biggest celebrity of them all he's got the og shirt i know he's got the og shirt right here we go we're gonna have to make sure we get one of these to tennessee yeah yeah, i'll make it happen yeah sorry for ruining your show not at all you
1: didn't sorry for ruining the show yeah Yeah. you didn't (laughs) miss you guys (laughs) bill he says we he miss misses you. you. He we misses, miss you. Yeah, I got the headphones in, so we he can't hear you. So sorry. Yeah. All right. Yeah. See you no, buddy. I know. I just like screaming in your ear. I. Know. <laughs> couldn't listen to me. Okay. So, so tips on have culture.
0: Do you want thoughts on that? You want me to go so, with mine?
1: So what I would say is, uh, I, super quick thoughts on it are: I actually struggle with the idea of trying mm-hmm. to create an, an amazing company culture. Um, doing yeah, it. Thank amazing. you so much. Um, I didn't
0: say amazing. I, I said a company a, culture, because kind of I a, agree a, with you. I think it's impo- almost impossible to create an amazing company culture when everybody's all.
1: Well, I, again, I think that, that the folks from Common Skew, and I think there are companies that mm-hmm. do it really well. I'm not that guy. I actually yeah. couldn't wait to get everybody back in the uh, building. Right. Because that, and again, that has to do with what I like. It's not that it can't be done. It's that I, that's, Mm -hmm. I enjoy the, the face-to-face interaction. Now there's a ton of ideas I have for that. Um, but it only, if it works with our company culture, this was a conversation we had today, uh, here. And it was like, I tell people all the time, like when, when they interview with me, if you are offended by cursing, you Mm -hmm. should not work here. Right. right? Like, because we like to have fun. We like to be irreverent. Right. So in person, I can give you, but it's okay. tough, I would think.
0: But to your point with cute and I agree, they have a great company culture, even though most people are remote. Whoa, that's a big picture of, of uh, Lagunitas there for <laughs> you, ice cold. Um, what I just explained for those of you who listen is Kirby showed his fresh beer. It's a Lagunitas IPA, but in a pitcher, a water pitcher of water and ice, which I yeah. like it nice and cold for him. Yeah, it's amazing. Com- comments you had a culture before that is based in a work environment. So I think it's easy to propagate that once you're sent home. Right. Right. I agree with that.
1: Yeah. They so, already had a, a sort of a piece that translates to that.
0: Right. So a couple things I just thought of is, is one is communication, right? Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. whether you're in the office or out of the office, you can't over communicate when people are uh, away from each other. I agree everybody feels like they're in a vacuum, but by the same token, you have to emphasize employee contribution to success and it's not financial targets, right? It's not, you're helping us hit our financial goal. It's you have a positive impact on the organization mm, Yeah. because of what you do. Yeah. And that's, that's a hard thing to really put out there. That's a hard mm. thing to express, but you have to be intentional about it.
1: Go ahead. You want to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say that that was one of the one of the presenters today talked about that and how he is sort of reshaping how they do their sales structure and all that stuff. It's like mm-hmm. he so they had somebody who was great in product knowledge, but they weren't great with the customer, and so he's right. redirected her, her to just be in doing presentations and helping the. It, but it was yeah. it's fascinating because that's not what everybody does.
0: No, and, and what you have to do is look at how because the dynamic has changed. People's skill sets may not translate to the job they had before. Right? Yeah, great point. It might be, and so I thought of you. Really need to encourage collab. Excuse me. Yep. <clears throat> collaboration. Yeah. My, uh, my vodka and uh, cola. My little <laughs> vodka and cola went down the wrong way. You have to really encourage collaboration, and not in meeting form. Nobody likes Zoom meetings. They're they're a beat down. I got to get dressed up. But encourage collaboration where you're working with someone, get on that Zoom call. You can see the non-dribble communication. And and I will tell you something that's helped us here at Brand of Eight. There are so many times where Kelsey and I will be on a Zoom call. She's working on her thing. I'm working on my thing, but we're like in the same room. So we can stop Mm -hmm. for a second. I can tell her a funny thing about what happened at Mitch or or Drew or whatever. And you can have that kind of, thing or I can say, Hey, can you take a look at this? Am I going the right direction? What do you think? And you build that collaboration where it would be like if you had an office and someone yep. walked in, Hey,
1: you got a minute.
0: So, yeah. and, then oh, and I'll tell you, is, we,
1: we did that yeah. when we first went home and we did the, the literally daily meetings and I, it and mm-hmm. became a grind after a while, but it was amazing how it took a long time before we got tired right. because well, we missed that.
0: But these aren't meetings. These are just, yeah. Hey, let's I'm working. You're working we're working on maybe the same thing or working on separate things, but I want your input and it creates that, just that vibe of working. And I agree. The last thing is about meetings make meaningful, (laughs) have a clear agenda context and rules, Mm -hmm. start them on time and end them on time. (laughs) Do not over -over meeting your
1: people. Yeah. That's that's fair. Yeah. One of my, one of my rules is no agenda, no attenda.
0: Yeah. Well, (laughs) and my rule is if you don't have a speaking role in the meeting, you're not in the
1: meeting. (laughs) That's interesting. Seriously. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I dig it. All right.
0: All right. So I know you're chomping at the bit to go enjoy the rest of common skew. So we've got a quick game for you. You were at Joshua tree. This is the party in the back. You are at Joshua tree national forest on so Sunday, cool. which I want to hear about at a time of my choosing when we yep. have more time to chat. But I think when I think of Joshua tree, of course, I think of the seminal YouTube album, yep. the Joshua tree. And I thought, okay, I, the game is, I want the, I'm going to give you a band. Mm. And I want the definitive album in your mind by that oh, band. If you don't, if you don't know the album, yeah. a definitive song is fine. So I'm okay. letting you off the hook in a bit. Okay, I'm not, right. yeah, not I'm not yeah, as good yeah. at the music trivia as you are, but I'll, I'll do my That's best. okay. so I want either the definitive album if you know it or definitive song. So when you hear this band's name, do you what album do you think of, or what song do you think of? And this is gonna be not not this is not gonna be hard here. Okay, okay, cool. Don't think.
1: All right. We'll start off easy. Guns and Roses. Um, well, Appetite for Destruction, I think, is one of the best rock albums in the history of rock albums. So, um, and PS, it was their opening album. So, yeah. I, I believe it was the best introduction album ever. That, that would be my answer. That's that's again, I'm, I'm glaring at you. Yeah, I know other bands on this list, sir. And and again, uh, the, the, Ro- there's a lot of them, but the, yeah. it came up at a definitive time in my life. So I think that has Fair. something to do with it. But it, that's an incredible Absolutely.
0: Album. No, absolutely. Music. The music that moves you absolutely has to do
1: with your yeah, place. When I was life. 16. <laughs> yep. All right. The Rolling Stones. So I again, I'm not great about the song audience, is fun. but I, w- I would say song satisfaction is, is the is the song uh, right? So and, and it's uh, can't always get what you want is actually one that I like the yeah. best, but I think uh, satisfaction is the song. So I'm gonna
0: interject occasionally here. yeah, my please.
1: favorite Rolling Stone song and the one I think of is
0: is get off my cloud. I, I absolutely love that song. yeah It's like, hey, I'm in a good mood. get off
1: my cloud. Get, yeah. you, you bring your bad mood elsewhere. Yeah, man. I love it. I love it. All right, the Beatles. Oh, man. Okay, so the White Album is my favorite, and I'm a big Beatles fan. Uh, Their favorite, but just really quickly, the song is Hey Jude.
0: Okay, perfect.
1: Uh, Led Zeppelin. Uh, I am drawing a blank on their... um... I was never a big Zeppelin guy. So uh, I I mean, Robert Plant and those guys are, they're super talented, but I was never the, I didn't love Plant's voice. Like he has a distinctive voice and he was never my thing. So uh, what's their seminal song? It's the. Uh,
0: You're you're talking about Stairway to Heaven. Yes.
1: That's the, yeah. Stairway to Heaven. Okay, Again, even that song for me, eh, it's fine. For me, I always like their acoustic stuff. Ramble on for me. That would make sense. I think
0: it's good. All right. Rush
1: yeah see it's funny so uh, robert plant's voice i didn't like i Mm -hmm. never liked rush like that is probably the that's the that's the band that everybody loves and their drummer's amazing and they're musically wonderful i don't love rush so i couldn't quote you a song from i'd be
0: real careful about saying that a bunch around of canadians yeah i'm sorry (laughs) i just don't like his voice um i mean i i his voice is a little grating it's it is what it is but that's just not my not my jam but i think moving pictures is their seminal album all right okay. beach boys seminal album or song
1: uh so um good lord how am i not having like uh surf and you safari like a good
0: vibrations guy
1: yeah I, good vibrations is really good i'd say Surf and safari is one and then okay. um there's one other that really but i'm a big see, got. i'm go ahead go ahead oh so beach boys is one of those songs that are one of those bands that uh it's like every time you go to the beach and you got to hear a beach boys yeah. i, I kind of they're one of those that has been overdone for me i think they're okay. really talented they're really good but right. uh, so yeah i would say uh, good I, god, vibrations is good god only
0: knows is my favorite beach Boys song just okay. does it for me um metallica mm. or as you i think you pronounce it metallica No,
1: metallica metallica is one of my favorite bands uh so i'm gonna go nothing else matters is one of the best songs ever and you don't have to take that from me you can listen to sir elton john who said that he actually said it's one of the best songs and he got to play piano on it with them it's yeah i I love them and that's from black the black album
0: yeah you and elton are wrong because their (laughs) best song
1: is creeping Death. all Mm. right kirby Eh. acdc oh you shook me all night long for sure uh, can't go is, wrong with that yeah that's and it, so my, my wife will love this so one of my favorite memories of all time is she was at a class reunion one time and amy you know amy she doesn't drink a lot she doesn't go party a lot and she was having a great time not nothing stupid but she was out dancing and at one point she lifted up her leg to play her leg guitar and totally <laughs> fell down <laughs> I have that on video. It was amazing. I I,
0: I think we should <laughs> post that, uh, Kirby. All right, uh, let's go a couple more. I've got a whole bunch here, but yeah. I'm gonna make it easy for you. Let's go, Beastie Boys. Let's go oh, a little, little, little rap for you. That's right in your chill. wheelhouse.
1: Yeah, I love Beastie Boys. Uh, you know th- license that whole, to Ill, can't yeah, go yeah, wrong. Yeah, License to, with to that Ill album. is is one of the I think again that's one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah. So literally, uh, you've got the Fight for Your head to Party. Is the one they released. Yeah that song's fine actually the rest of the album is i, I you know is See, so good I, i'll push back
0: on you i think sabotage is a much um uh you know uh, paul's boutique is the album but sabotage that, that i love paul's boutique i love sabotage it's a great song all right uh, let's
1: go let's go a few more uh real quick uh rem so god there's one song I almost have to sing it um
0: I'm not singing it. Don't look at me no, like I'm no. It's it's start literally. It's I can I can actually song. tell you it's
1: E minor D and C. Um, the finest work song. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 drawing a blank for the for the name of the song. Right. But it's it's so one of those. That's a hard pass on yeah, the Yeah, yeah, sorry. Let's go. I like. I like let's them. go, Motley Crew. <laughs>
0: Motley Crew. Motley <laughs> Crew.
1: I love Motley Crew. By the way, have you ever seen that the, the movie? uh the dirt oh, the dirt
0: i read the book i saw the movie maybe 17 times are
1: you kidding me yes <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah i really i, I really like motley crew a lot I tell you, the the one and it's it's probably not appropriate or whatever but the song that literally every single time that c- comes on is girls 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 is just one of those yeah. fun songs that like if i'm running or doing whatever All but, right. but i love the crew three more kirby
0: jimmy buffett that's your jam <laughs> that's your boy what is his either
1: album or song? I mean, he's the, more the, of a song guy. Because, yeah, but, but the album. Frankly, is he's got so many
0: duds. Yeah, He's oh, got stop. one good song and album. So yeah,
1: no songs you know by heart is the, the is the album because that's sort of yeah. his greatest hits. Um, I would say see, he's one of the I mean, the, the one that you say is Margaritaville, right? Mm-hmm. Um, That's the one everybody knows. I actually like love, love one particular harbor. That's probably okay. my favorite uh, song from Jimmy Buffett.
0: And I'm a so I love Jimmy Buffett too. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a greatest hits guy when it comes to yeah. Jimmy Buffett, but but come Monday, oh, it's great. Is this is first one, one of my favorite songs. Yeah. yeah. All right, Zach Brown Band. Also, I know you're a huge fan of the Zach Brown Band. Some yeah. Album.
1: Album. I, again, I won't know the, the name of the album, but the um, toes in the water.
0: Toes. As the I think it's
1: ass in the sand. That's probably my toes. favorite. Yeah. yeah, toes. Um, that is, and and then uh, chicken fried is one of those songs yeah. that you just can't help but sing along to yeah it,
0: it's a fun song All i right, love Zach one, kirby you know what this one is van halen
1: <laughs> okay yeah so 1984 right uh would be the the seminal album am i wrong about that like because uh, that's no got it's, junk, your list, that's got kirby, Panama, it's your list it's your got... there kirby there are no wrong answers <sighs> okay okay what but, but is that that's a great album right yeah it's a great album (laughs) it's a great album i i love i actually so jump you were telling me that you will leave for jump i love jump that's that's just a fun song that i enjoy but i actually love panama off that album that's one of my favorites yeah jump jumps a little overplayed Panama's
0: a great song the sound on that album is great i still think when it's van halen it's van halen one um, or fair warning, both of those mm-hmm. hold up so well; they sound just as fresh today mm-hmm. as they did the day they came out. Eighty four is starting when Eddie got into the whole synthesizer. Synthesizer—it's one of those breaker words for me. Like yeah, statistics. That's tough. Yeah, um, you killed it on the, statistics. He, he start, Yeah, he started getting into the synth- synthesizers, which unfortunately kind of dates the music a little bit. Um, uh, but so I love. Uh, either uh, Van Halen 1 or Fair Warning, but I've got another Fair Warning to give you. Fair Warning, Kirby. (laughs) Nice transition. I don't know if you know this. Thank (laughs) you very little. Uh, I don't know if you are aware of Promo Pulse's and email service. That's right. We've talked about it before. It's so great. We've talked so much about it. It's that retail-looking, end-user-friendly email. Super easy to use. We've talked about the three steps. One, two, three. One, two, three. Very easy to get started. You select your suppliers. You upload your list. You pick your frequency. The emails look absolutely amazing. And it results in conversions, quote requests, uh, sales. I mean, honestly, that's sales. what you want. This is a great little, uh, very cost-effective outbound marketing machine for you. So you want to learn more, head over to, it's a no-brainer. Kirby, yeah. is it a brainer or a no-brainer?
1: It would be a no-brainer, buddy.
0: That is a non-brainer from one Kirby <laughs> Hosman. That's right. So head over to promopulse.io slash amp. Learn more about it. Click the buttons, fill in your credit card information, set it and forget it and watch your business just grow exponentially, kids. Amazing. Amazing. Speaking of amazing, Kirby, it was amazing to speak with you through the miracle of the dual line Comrex all the way there in Palm Springs, California. I hope you have a great rest of SKU Camp and a great rest of the week. See you, buddy.